This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this beautiful Tuesday, June 9th. We love you and are glad you've taken time out of your busy day to get into the Bible with us. That's what Morning Breath's all about. We read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time with the Lord, uh, studying. I and a co-host come down to our studio here at the Merritt Island Campus, East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. It's an interesting chapter because it really fits in with some of the things that I feel like the Lord's been talking to me about with this whole COVID-19 and maybe even fits into some of the racial issues we've been talking about right now and uh, all that's been going on in our country for the last two weeks. And uh, just, uh, boy, if we could if we could live this out, I think we'd be better off. And so we're going to talk a lot about that in a little bit, but, but I want to welcome my co-host, Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. And this one is definitely very timely in our world. And that's what's great about the Word of God is it's it's yeah. it's timely. It's alive. No matter what, yeah. No matter what day and age you're in. So the easiest way to be able to stay connected for you guys is really the, the East Coast app or on our website, which is eccc.us. You can go there for info, events, past sermons, and morning breath episodes. Also, we want to encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We've always got something new on there, and that's a huge benefit that's come out of this COVID-19 is we've really been able to increase our presence online and provide great content every day. I love the noon prayer and worship. Honestly, it's a great way to be able to kind of put God in the middle of your day. And if you're not familiar with that, is every day, Monday through Saturday, we will broadcast about a 10-minute prayer and worship. And it's amazing just to be able to say, hey, God, it's the middle of the day. I'm going to put you first and do that. So tune into that. Also, if to get your morning breath information, you can call the church offices at 321 321- 452-1060, and we would love to either email or mail you out the devotion guide and more information. Yeah, sounds like a great idea. Anything else we need to say with those guys on that? I think that's it. What we're, about, we're doing food drop every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, month. yeah. All of the month of June, we've got a food drop taking place on Tuesdays, and that's amazing. And it's an incredible food drop. Often 30,000 pounds of food well, that they bring. Well, this is like frozen food. Yeah. It is uh, pretty incredible. We're, in fact, offloading trucks right now. Yeah. Because this is Tuesday. Downstairs are yep. offloading a truck right now. And uh, last Tuesday, it was rainy, made it really challenging, yes. but we made it. And uh, just want to encourage everybody, if you need food, yeah, we've got at the Merritt Island campus, East Coast Christian Center in the parking lot, we got a lot of frozen food, meat, and things that are very valuable. So It's amazing. Uh, I don't know what the current number is, but if I did some rough math, I'd say we're definitely getting close to 200,000 pounds of food that we've done yeah. just since this COVID, possibly more. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing just to be able to be a part of that. That's yeah. not to brag on us, but to brag on Jesus to say for such a time as this. Yeah. Like be ready in season and out. And that's really what's happening here is just to bless the community. Yep. And that's been going on. So that's really good. And uh, I don't know if you said, did you say the Facebook page? What yeah. we need to do with that? Yeah. Good. Get on there because we're doing a lot of stuff. And like you said, that noon prayer. Yeah. And praises on there as well. How you doing uh, there? What's your name again, Nick? My name's Nick. Hey, Nick. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. I heard a rumor that camp is going to go on this year. Is that yeah. right, Nick? Yeah. Do you know the dates of camp yet? I do. It's uh, July. 
uh, 13th through the 17th. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't June. I yeah, always no, get no, those two no, mixed up. No, yeah. don't, don't mix it up because <laughs> if it's June, we're in trouble. It's in yeah. four days. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, yeah no. no, it's July 13th. Through the 17th. Through the 17th. Yep, yeah. so it's a, go up on a Monday, come back on a Friday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's an incredible youth camp yeah. that we've got going. We're also doing a children's camp. I do not have all the info on it. But just want you guys to know that camps were uh, opened up by the governor. We're yep. allowed to do that. We've all both the places we're doing have made special uh, guidelines, and they're working hard on uh, all the things to meet CDC guidelines. And we are going to have our youth and children's camp this year. Uh, kids are really looking forward to it. You got the kids camp info? Yeah, the dates for the kids camp is June 22nd through the 26th. And honestly, the best thing, exactly what I did, is I went to our East Coast app. Yeah. And it's got everything right there. You can sign up. You go to events? You can go to the events page. Yeah. And it pulls it all up. Or even just right on the front page. It's right there. Beautiful. So on the app and on the website, the kind of rule of thumb is anything you ever hear us talk about, is going to be on the app or on the website. So I have to use it all the time, and it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. those are great things for your kids to be able to get around other believers, and we're going to follow all the protocols, but it's really it's awesome for them to be able to get together. We're starting to meet with youth ministry now, and let me tell you, we're, we're following good protocols, but people are so excited yes. to get to see each other. We've never appreciated church more in yes. our come lives. On, things on. we took for granted now, we're just, come you know— on. Excited. It's good, man. It's good. So we are doing uh, uh, in, in live services. And if you yeah. go on our website, you can figure out where they're at. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, too. So we're going to read chapter 14 of Romans. I'm going to read verses 1 through 12. Yeah. I'm just teasing. I was teasing him because yeah. he was all nervous about where I was going to split uh -huh. this chapter. He's got a, a message translation, which doesn't delineate each individual verse. No. It only does sections. More so. thoughts. One, th one through 12 I'll do, and then you can take 13 through 23. Yeah. All right. I must say unto you, read, sir. Receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to dispute over doubtful things. For one believes he may eat all things, but he who is weak, weak eats only vegetables. Let not him who eats despise him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has received him. Who are you to judge another's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it to the Lord, and he who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he who does not eat to the Lord, he does not eat and gives God thanks. For none of us lives to himself, and no one dies to himself. For if we live, we will live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ died and rose and lived again that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. But why do you judge your brother? And why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, every tongue shall confess to God. So then each of us shall give account of himself to God. Forget about deciding what's right for each other. Here's what you need to be concerned about, that you don't get in the way of someone else, making life more difficult than it already is. I'm convinced, Jesus convinced me, that everything as it is in itself is holy. We, of course, by the way we treat it or talk about it, can contaminate it. 
If you confuse others by making a big issue over what they eat or don't eat, you're no longer a a champion with them in love, are you? These, remember, are persons of whom Christ died. Would you risk sending them to hell over an item in their diet? Don't you dare let a piece of God-blessed food become an occasion of soul poisoning. God's kingdom isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach, for God's sake. It's what God does with your life as he sets it right, putting it together, and completes it with joy. Your task is to single-mindedly serve Christ. Do that, and you'll kill two birds with one stone, pleasing the God above you and proving your worth with the people around you. So let's agree to use all our energy in getting along with each other. Help others with encouraging words. Don't drag them down by fighting fault. You're certainly not going to permit an argument over what is served or not served at supper to wreck God's work among you, are you? I said it before and I'll say it again. All food is good, but it can turn bad if you use it badly, if you use it to trip others up and send them sprawling. When you sit down to a meal, your primary concern should be not to feed your own face, but to share the life of Jesus. So be sensitive and courteous to others who are eating. Don't eat or say or do things that might interfere with the free exchange of love. Cultivate your own relationship with God, but don't impose it on others. You're fortunate if your behavior and your beliefs are coherent. But if you're not sure, if you notice that you're acting in a way inconsistent with what you believe, someday trying to impose your opinions on others, other days just trying to please them, then you know that you're out of line. If the way you live isn't consistent with what you believe, then it's wrong. Amen. Wow. That was... uh. That was hard for me to follow. Yeah, I, I just, will. I will not lie. I, I, I read both. Mm-hmm. I read the NLT. I read the message, but yeah. I had a little bit harder time there as well. Yeah, it, it's a little bit uh, harder to hang with. Let's go back to the beginning of the chapter. And I think a couple things we'll just need to bring out right off the bat. We have here a phrase uh, uh, about two people, two kinds of people. Uh-huh. One they call weak, yep. uh, receive one. And then one who believes, uh, it's kind of hard to figure out the other person. Now, are they, I think we're talking about maybe a mature believer Mm -hmm. and an immature believer here. And the danger of the mature believer is to despise one one point. It says, verse 3, let not him who eats, the one who can eat anything and it doesn't bother him because he's doing it to the Lord. Yeah. Don't let him despise the person who does not eat. So the key word is despise. Don't let him despise. So there's a tendency to look down on those you think who are less than you in whatever way you think. The other side of it is, though, it says, let not him who does not eat judge him who eats. So if you're the let's say, more uh, new Christian, and you see someone, well, I'm going to get way out there. See, You see somebody smoking a cigar, yeah. and they're a mature Christian, and you're a new Christian, there would be a real temptation to judge them. And so from the, from the older Christian, there's despising or looking yeah. down on, from the newer Christian, there's judging. And let's just forget new and old Christian for a minute. 
That's a lot of what goes on in the body of Christ. Big time. Either despising someone or judging them. Uh, and then really what the scripture is saying here is, wait a minute, they're not yours. Yeah. They're not yours to judge. To be responsible for. You're not really in a position to judge because you really don't know everything about it. You know, there were a couple of big time guys. Most people have heard of Spurgeon. Yeah. There's another guy uh, named Parker who came up about the same time in England and they both uh, were uh, <clears throat> really well known. They used to trade pulpits and then they got into a fuss because Parker went to the theater, and Spurgeon thought that was wrong. Yeah. Well, Spurgeon so smoked cigars, and Parker thought that was wrong. Yeah. And so they were they fell out with one another because of choices one another made that the other thought was right. Yeah. Or wrong, and so that's a problem. You know, it isn't my job to judge mm -hmm. what another person does. I remember another story. One time where uh, somebody, this was back in 1992, so we're going way back. Yeah. 92, somebody uh, was stopped at a light and in a very busy intersection in uh, Colorado. I believe this was, uh, yeah, it was in Colorado. <clears throat> and everybody was beeping at him, you know, yelling at Freaking him, shaking out. their yeah, fist. getting excited. Driving around him on the shoulder, da-da-da-da-da. And someone I know walked up to the car. And the lady had actually passed away. Yeah. They're freaking the out and just assuming that they're an idiot. Yeah. They're she's judging. Dead. Yeah. They're judging. <laughs> she's goodness. a poor driver. She's wow. made a mistake. She stalled her car. She can't, you know, isn't competent or any of the other things we yeah. do when we're, when we're driving and wow. we're angry. And the lady had, had the person who actually took the time <clears throat> to go see how they are. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you know, we're not really capable of judging. Yeah. You know, you're blowing your horn and judging them an idiot when, in fact, they've just passed away. Yeah. That was somebody's mom, somebody's grandma, <sighs> somebody's daughter, somebody's friend. Yeah. And uh, so we're not really capable of judge, judging people. So that's really what this is all about. And it says, uh, it says, let each, it ends up saying, let each be fully convinced in his own mind. Verse five. Could you read that from the message? Yeah. Verse five. Mm -hmm. is it's a good. good one person esteems yep. one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. Do you have yeah, that? It says, or say one person thinks that some days should be set aside as holy. And another thinks that each day is pretty much like any other. There are good reasons either way. So each person is free to follow the convictions of conscience. <clears throat> convictions of conscience. I like that because it's let each be fully convinced in his own mind. You got to have personal conviction for yep. what you do. But the other part of this chapter is that you cannot let your personal conviction overthrow yeah. the faith and love of another brother and sister. Yep. And let's just say, for example, your personal conviction is to have a beer, and it, that's all right. And you might have a beer three times a year. I don't know what your your life is like. But then you've got another brother who has been an alcoholic and has you know just gotten free from all that. Yeah. And then they see a mature believer drinking a beer. Yeah. They're like, oh, it must be okay. Yeah. And then a month later, they're back in their entanglement of sin and, and alcohol has overtaken their life again, yeah. that you've just, you've just destroyed a brother with your freedom. Yep. And so the whole beginning of my chapter is called the law of liberty. Mm -hmm. We are free 
to do just about anything. But Paul said it this way, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient or or, or right, or yeah. I shouldn't be doing them. And so there's a there's that thought there. Now, I believe <clears throat> there's some guidelines in this chapter to help us to do this. And the first one that's given is in chapter 14, verse 1. How does verse 1 go? I love that. That's what I've got highlighted. It says, Welcome with open arms, fellow believers who don't see things the way you do, and don't jump all over them every time they do or say something you don't agree with, even when it seems that they're strong on opinion but weak in the faith department. Remember, they have their own history to deal with, treat them gently. Yeah, That's what made me excited about message, honestly, is when I read this, the, the back part of the chapter, I did get a little bit like, whoa, where are we going here? But I love that for the day and age we're in today, because never was there a more of a time that we need to be gentle with people of different opinions and thoughts. And we don't have to try to politicize everything, but we need to look at it through the eyes of Christ to look at fellow believers and not be imposing our own thoughts and judgment on them, but to realize that they're Christ followers, or if they're not that they're still children of God. Yes. So verse, uh, very, very beginning of verse one, again, just the first few words. Yep. Welcome with open arms. Stop. <clears throat> Welcome with open arms. Yeah. There's this thought there, uh, mind says receive. Yeah. So the first thing you've got to think is your job is the first part of your job is to receive that person. Yeah. You may not agree with what that person believes or even some of their actions. And in this case, we're not talking about criminal actions or, you know, uh, some sort of illegal behavior. We're talking about preference yep. and taste and, you know, different upbringings and all the things that are mixed in. And anybody's ever got married, been married, you know that all that stuff clashes. Yeah, absolutely. It, there's some, some friction there. But the first thing it says and the first thing that will help you in life is start out by receiving them. Yeah. Start out by welcoming welcoming them with open arms. I think it's so so important. And Paul here is so tolerant of or concerned with and in many cases here it might be Jewish people. Yeah. Because they're not allowed to eat meat with blood yep. and and they uh, have a lot of days they yeah. honor. Even the ritual of the way they wash their hands. All and of the, that the stuff's going on. Yeah. And so now we've got Gentile and Christian believers mingling. Yeah. And so there's a lot of potential for conflict there. Yeah. And Paul is so tolerant and concerned with them. Very different does he handle the Jewish people who are trying to destroy the Christian faith in Galatians. Yeah. I think he uses terms like let them be accursed, don't yeah, let them be cut a little off. Bit heavier, yeah. You know, he's he's really harsh with those who are trying to to sort of kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. But for just differences of opinion, Paul is super tolerant and concerned with them. And he basically starts out with, hey, if their personal conviction is different than yours, that's just their personal conviction. Accept and receive the person. Yeah. And because all people are valuable, all people are precious, all people are holy. And if you watch Christianity across the world as it as it's moved across the entire globe, what you see there is you see people who are marginalized, yep. not counted as, as very valuable, begin to start having value. Uh Children, yeah, women, women, 
people of different races yeah. than the, the main race of wherever they're yeah. at. Uh, all of those things begin to happen in Christianity. And for me, it's a difficult thing to watch what's going on right now uh, racially in our country when we are supposed to be one nation under God, yep. indivisible, and we're, we're not in many ways fulfilling the law of Christ, which is the law of love. If you go back to the original law of love, everything in here is kind of bouncing back to that. Yep. Is that love? Sure, you can eat meat if you want to eat meat. It's not going to bother you. It's nothing. It's just meat. Yeah. It, what goes in the mouth does not defile a man. God, yeah. The Bible makes that very clear. And that there are no more, you know, sort of, uh, you know, dietary laws that are in force anymore. But if you lived your whole life under dietary law, yeah, you wouldn't even like to eat pork. You, it would be, it wouldn't help your stomach mm -hmm. to, to think about eating pork. And so just because someone has a, you know, and I don't eat a lot of pork, but bacon is, bacon. is good food, oh, man. man. Anyway, going back to it, you know, does it, does it really center on the law of love? And that's where he gets in verses 14, which were a little hard to understand in the message, but that's where he, what he's really leaning into from 14 through 23 and, and then I think the second point, and I know I'm taking a lot of this time, Christian, I apologize. That's okay. The second point here is in verse 19, and mine says, Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and things by which one may edify yeah. another. So if we receive one another and then we edify one another, what does that mean, edify one another? Build them up? Yep. So when I'm with Nick, <clears throat> I'm always trying to find out what's wrong with him so I can pick on it. Yeah. Which is slightly true, but not really. Um, no, when I spend time with Nick, my job is to see great things he's doing. Yeah. And I noticed something you did, Christian. He was working on a project uh, when he should have been working on the radio. No, I'm just kidding. While he was uh, actually doing two things at once, a project for a youth camp coming up. And Christian mentioned, man, that is really high quality. Yeah. And, you know, that's what we, you know, he didn't say, oh, that's silly or well, it was silly, but that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Silly and fun and part of the way we communicate with the youth. But you compliment it. You found something in there, which wasn't hard to do in that situation. Yeah. But other situations, you'll find things hard to do. Mm -hmm. uh, on a very rainy morning, doing a food drop and, you know, having food. 30,000 pounds of frozen food yeah. in the parking lot trying to give it away. Uh, there's a lot of things we could find wrong with that. Yeah. The thing we could start with, though, is we got 30,000 pounds of free food. Come on. And so edify one another. Look for what is good in one another's life yeah. and throw some throw some. What do they call it when you're is it what when you're throwing shade? That means you're being mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of shine some light, yep, instead of throw on. some shade. That's good. <clears throat> yeah, I like the idea of this. Is you know Paul writes in Corinthians, he says, "Faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love." And everything hangs on that law of love that you mentioned. Jesus said that they'll know that you're my followers because you love one another. Mm. This needs to be the core principle that we go back to. We can get hung up on a lot of stuff, on diet, and people get hung up on jewelry and clothes and a lot of different Tattoos. things. Yeah, all this stuff that's yeah. really so trivial when you look at the big scheme. It's only skin deep, people. Absolutely. It's only skin deep. Look at the people Jesus spent time with and associated, and the way that he dealt with it is that's really 
what we're called to do. So this is what it says in verse 19. I love it. So let's agree to use all of our energy to get along with each other. Mm. Help each other with encouraging words. Don't drag them down by finding fault. Which verse was that? That was verse 19. Oh, cool. Sounded better this time. Yeah, it did. My reading was must have been bad. No, so, it wasn't. <laughs> Read so, it again. Quick. So let's all agree to use all of our energy in getting along with each other. Ooh. Help others with encouraging words. Don't drag them down by finding faults. That's, that's a game changer. Take a break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at INeedAFenceNow.com. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. We offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, The Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060, or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Welcome back, everybody. You know, the wild part about the writer of Romans is they, they didn't put the chapter headings in. And what I think is really important, and we'll get to this tomorrow, but we said uh, that you need to receive one another. You need to edify one another, and then, which means build them up. Look for ways to, to lift them up, build them up. But then in chapter 15, it, it says in verse 2, let each of us please his neighbor for good. Mm -hmm. So, so it says leading the edification. So we need to, you know, receive edify and please one another. Please is to go beyond, you know, and edify is to go beyond their faults. 
You know, we all have faults. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That doesn't end when we meet Christ. We all have issues we need to grow, and we all need to renew our minds. We all need to grow. Everybody falls short. And so what do we do? We love people through it. And uh, it says in verse 21, it is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine, nor anything, do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. That's wow. a pretty long list. Yeah. Who's offended, who stumbles, covers everything or is made weak. pretty much. If you don't suck the wind yeah. out of your friend by something you choose to do, live your life for Jesus, not for people, but in for Jesus, you're for his people. Yeah. God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you, Pastor Christian. Thanks. See you. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.